Good evening, family. Well, good evening to everyone. Yes. It is May 15, so we are going to go ahead and get started with our quick 15 this evening. I would ask that everyone would go ahead and mute your line. I think we're going to be muted. But just in case. There we go. All done. Good evening. Good evening. This is Reverend Kelly Baptist standing in for our very fine pastor, Dr. Robert Scott. And I am so glad to hear your voices this evening. It is good to hear you, St. Paul, your active voices as we head into a community moment to share together in a quick 15. I am so grateful to hear the reports about how some folks who were in the hospital are doing better, and it is just amazing what God can do, even while we are yet in separate spaces. There is no limit to what our God can do. We're going to look at the Word this evening in the book of Acts, chapter 8. If you've got your phone, your smart device, or your paper Bible, we're going to look at Acts, chapter 8, and we're going to start at verse 26. As a part of the, the last quick 15 of Black History Month, we're going to look at some black folks in the Bible, if that's all right. So Acts chapter 8, starting at verse 26, the word of God reads as follows. Then an angel of the Lord said to Philip, get up and go towards the south, to the road that goes from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a wilderness road. So he got up. And went. Now there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of the Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, in charge of her entire treasury. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning home seated in his chariot. Then the spirit said to Philip, Go over to this chariot and join it. And if you flip all the way down a little bit further, we are going to look at verse number 35. Then Philip began to speak, and starting with this scripture, he proclaimed to him the good news about Jesus. As they were going along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, look, here is water. What is to prevent me from being baptized? He commanded the chariot to stop, and both that both of them, Philip and the eunuch, went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came out of the water, the spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away, and the eunuch saw him no more and went his way rejoicing. You know, family, this is the end of Black History Month where we celebrate the legacy of those who have come before us. There is certainly more to our legacy than slavery. There were kings and queens on the continent of Africa. There were scientists and workers. And even since we have been spread out in a diaspora, whether it was through emigration, travel, or slavery, there have been tremendous accomplishments of black people to the history of the world, much less the United States. 
Legacy is something that is critical to all of us, to be perfectly honest. Whether you're 20 or whether you are 100 years old, it matters what kind of an impact you're having on the world around you. And it even matters to God, because if you think about it, when Jesus was born, every miracle that the Lord performed was in order to help someone in there now, but also to establish a legacy, to spread the word of the kingdom of God, the good news of the salvation of God, and to change the world legacy. Well, you know, as we celebrate the legacy of black folks and we look at the, the, the legacy of God in the Bible, there's some more legacy of some black folks that is worth mentioning. In our text this evening, we find a eunuch an Ethiopian is what he's called, and he has gone to Jerusalem to worship. He's headed home, and he is a leader, the head of the treasury from the court of the Candace. And of the time, the Candace was not the name of a person. It was a title of royalty because there were black Egyptian queens who ruled in Cush for hundreds of years, including during the reign of Christ. And a part of Candace's legacy is put right here in the Bible for us to look at. She's mentioned because her legacy is one that led a eunuch, an official, a leader from her court to go to Jerusalem and to head back home, have an encounter with the apostle, be baptized into Jesus Christ, and take the gospel back home to his homeland of Cush. Legacy. He was an representation of the legacy of Queen Candace, who wasn't even there. You know, in these COVID times when we struggle with not being in places and not being able to go places and not being able to see each other face to face, watching how the legacy of Candace is noted in the biblical writ, even though she wasn't there face-to-face is a reminder to each of us that there is more to us letting our light shine. There is more to us doing what God called us to do. There is more to us impacting lives than just seeing each other face-to-face. This eunuch in the text tonight, he went to worship. He was so passionate about following Christ that he went from his homeland of Cush to Jerusalem, which is over 1,300 miles. He represented his leader so that when he came home, when he headed back home and encountered Philip and was baptized into the kingdom of God, he was able to take home a knowledge of the gospel that had not yet reached there. And he was able to do that, not just because he was face-to-face, but because what he had gained from being a leader in the court of Candace had pushed him towards Christ, had pushed him to worship, and then brought him back home. You and I are reminded by this text this evening not to be contained by not being able to leave the house. There are impacts that we can have on people far and wide, the conversations that we have on the phone, by clicking on Facebook, by getting involved in social media, by even learning new things. And this time when we are at home and COVID has kept us in the houses, there are things that we can learn to keep us from being ignorant that can broaden our horizons that will give us more to share with folks when we're back out in these streets. Listen, if you read this whole story in your free time, this eunuch was reading the Bible in Isaiah, and he did not really understand what he was reading, even though he was just 
out of worship. But instead of denying what he didn't know, he told Philip he didn't understand, and Philip explained it to him. He explained the word so much so that this eunuch said, let me find some water and be baptized because I want what you have learned. He wasn't afraid to admit he didn't know everything so that he could take in the knowledge that would lead him to an even greater legacy. This is your time, beloved, to utilize the space that COVID has given us to learn some things, to enrich our worship, to prepare, to create a lasting impact to every life that we touch, whether it's on the phone lines, across the internet, or even when we're back out in these streets. My brothers and sisters, be encouraged tonight. There is more to you than just a face-to-face. And when we come back to -to face-to-face, you can be all the more prepared to represent Christ, to shine the light of God, to show someone Jesus, to help someone else along the way, like Philip helped the eunuch, if you take advantage of this time of separation. Beloved, be encouraged in this space, even as we prepare. We don't know when we're coming back, but until we come back, we can learn a little more. We can worship a little more. We can stretch ourselves so that we can represent Christ all the more. You are a part of the legacy of Christ. You are represented in the biblical writ, and there is more for you and a part of your legacy than just these moments. If we will tap in and let God use us. Let us pray. We thank you and we trust you, God, that you have us sitting still for such a time as this, that there is yet more that we can learn from the word. There is yet more information at our fingertips through our computers and phones that we can learn in order to be more and to do more and to accomplish what you have for us. God, you still have us present and living at such a time as this because you've got work for us to do. And in these moments and times when we are home, when we are not as connected, not as busy, 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 busy as we are used to being, we can be all the more prepared to encounter someone else and share the light of Christ, to encourage each other in these moments, Lord God. We pray in the name of Jesus that by your spirit you will touch every house represented on this phone line, God, that you will open up our eyes, oh God, to understand the way that you are shifting and moving us, oh God, that you are seeking to make us better, to lift us up and to elevate us in your kingdom so that we can represent you all the better. God, we pray for every single household that is still dealing with illness, God. There's more than COVID that's going on. There are people who are recovering from surgeries and dealing with cancer, God, and you can still touch them everywhere they are. We thank you, God, for a caring community of St. Paul, where people are still checking on each other, even though we can't see each other face to face. We know that that is even a better representation of who you are. We're going to make you proud. We're going to worship you, God. We're going to do what we've got to do in order to make your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, we pray for our frontline workers who are still giving out vaccines and treating illnesses, God. We pray for all of those who are infirmed and in the house, God. You'll continue.
teeth, that you would continue to strengthen them by the power of your might, that you would reach out with your Holy Spirit and remind them that they are not alone, Lord God, never alone. God, we thank you that every single time that we have felt alone and abandoned in the past, God, you have been there for us. You've got a track record that we can count on, God. We trust you. We believe you. We love you. And at this, the finalizing of Black History Month, we thank you that you have kept us thus far along the way, that our black and African brothers and sisters have been making an impact that's deeper than slavery and it stretches wider than the oceans and it goes deeper than ever before, God. And we thank you that even now we are the representation of their legacy and we are creating a legacy for those who are to come. Lord, we bless you and we lift you for being our keeper and our healer, our sustainer, our peace, our companion, our hope, and our friend. God, we know that you are with us and you promised that you would never leave us nor forsake us, God. And we believe you, God, for what you have for us in the time to come. It ain't over yet, and we're going to stand with you until you say that it's all said and done. God, we bless you. We pray, Lord God, that every prayer concern that is on the hearts of those who are joined to us this evening, God, you know, God, you know what's on minds, oh God, you know that's what's on hearts, you know what's been unfolding in families, God, and we ask that you to touch, Lord God, like only you can do. You're still a miracle-working, prayer-answering, healing, delivering, and saving God, and we don't take that for granted. We know that you are able. We believe that you will do what you said you will do. We thank you for your son, for your promises, for your word, for this the St. Paul family, God. And we stand with you in agreement for your will to unfold across this earth, God. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, comfort every grieving heart right now in the name of Jesus. Those families who are still yet processing, Lord God, the deaths that have happened over the last year, God. We just stand touching and agreeing, asking you to do what only you can do, God, because we know that you can do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power, your power that is at work within us. God, we love you, we believe you, we trust you, we stand on your word, and we're grateful for each other. We're grateful for our pastor. We're grateful for our pastor emeritus, God. We're grateful for the legacy of Jesus Christ. And of these, the people of Cush, we are grateful, God. In Jesus' name we pray. We all say amen. Amen. Good night. 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 Good night.